Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We got a special guest in the building. LaRussell, welcome Man, back. Man, my Come guy. On. What's up, my yeah. brother? Last How time, you feeling? Last time he came to the block for a hot minute, came and he dropped like a good Come on. 40 balls, 60 balls, and then got out of the 60-point game, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He got the new project out. I don't even like to say you got a new project out because I feel like you drop every week. You know, we got to. I hate when life's going great. Yeah. What's this, number 21? Number 21. Why Is so it? much music? Um, Why not? Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> why not? What makes this one spe- more special than the other 20, though? Um, I think they're all special in their own way because they're different timestamps in my life and in my journey. This one is very reflective of... uh. My current process and just going through the journey of success and navigating what I've been going through. So it's just special because it's in this moment. It's now. Mm-hmm. right? We'll never get now again. Mm-hmm. Now, you also talk so much about being independent and the value of that. Come on. And starting your own businesses. We know you have a good company, but you do have a deal. What's the deal with Russ? And so I have a partnership with Russ, a 50-50 mm-hmm. profit split. And that's for one project, which I'll probably deliver at the top of next year. 
and he's just going to, uh, you know, do what he do best, and I do what I do best and deliver music. So, yeah, it's partnered. And it's what made you do oh, that this, partnership? This is not the one? I thought this was the album. No, no, this is a different, right? <laughs> okay, this is okay. A we got a lot of music. Yeah, we got a whole lot of it. We got a whole lot of it. You said what? What made you partner up with him? Um, Man, he was just early in and very, um, very resourceful and just mm -hmm. you know he showed a lot of love early and appreciation and being that he went through this process he understood what i needed more than the majors like they mm -hmm. weren't offering me what i actually needed to get to this level right it was it was too much it would have been restricting i dropped 15 albums just from the period of me going viral till now if i would have signed to a label i probably would have only got three out Mm -hmm. And maybe they would have got a bigger push, but maybe not, you know? So it was like they were stifling what I was actually trying to accomplish, and he was very hands-off. Most people, when you sign a deal, you can only release music under that deal. Mm -hmm. I've been releasing music. Everything I've been releasing since then, I've, I've owned completely, so I'm just still able to do my thing. But is it lucrative? Because, you know, you drop so much music, right? Do people get a chance to really ride to it and, and understand it and sit with it and live with it, or is it it's almost like it, it happens so much? <laughs> if you sell 10 products, mm -hmm. you know, versus one during a period of time, of course it's lucrative because I get paid into perpetuity. I own it for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be getting paid rent from 10 houses than just one. So you hear that, real estate man? Oh. <laughs> oh, when it comes to real estate, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You rather have one crib, man, you were 10 of them. You, you know, know I have 21. But do people get to digest it enough? Like, you know, because you, you sit with music, but sometimes music, like when, when sometimes when artists have too many tracks on the album, you don't really get to get to track 26, you know what I mean? Because, you you, you know... I think it depends on how great the music is. Mm. The people who, who want to digest it does, and the people who don't, don't. You know, mm -hmm. my, my thing is I'm never worried about that. I'm just creating from my heart. Gotcha. I'm not really creating with the idea of can you digest this or not. This mm -hmm. is just what I'm feeling and I'm sharing it. You could either accept it or not. It's a it's different day and age, too, mm -hmm. where artists have a lot more freedom because I think there's so many more resources and ways to just reach people directly and not have to go through a whole system to get that done. Definitely, and it's beautiful. So this last album we actually sold prior to it releasing to DSPs through a platform called Even, mm -hmm. and I sold it direct to my fans. We sold 4,000 albums and did 100 k in revenue prior to it even coming out. Wow. Most artists would have to wait for DSPs and wait for streaming. To make that amount through streaming, you'd have mm -hmm. to stream 25 million times and streaming pays quarterly, so you wouldn't get that. I wouldn't see what I made until next year, probably, mm -hmm. if I had to rely on streaming. Can we it, it would be interesting to see what an NBA young boy would have done. If oh, he it's going to be insane. Because he puts out as much music as you do. And he doing, if any of them, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, any of them run this play the way I've ran it, mm -hmm. they'd make far times more, and they should. Like, you mm -hmm. should buy the art from the artist. There's no way, there's no reason you should want a LaRussell product but got to go somewhere else to get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It's like my shows. We sell our own ticket, and if you want to see LaRussell, you have to talk to LaRussell. Can we talk about your growth as a human being and as an artist and how that's reflected? in your music, even in your name, using your real name now? Definitely. I mean, completely. I'm just able to speak on things I wasn't able to prior because I didn't have the knowledge or the insight or the information or the emotional intelligence. Like, a lot of people hit me about certain songs and they're like, man, this was exactly how I'm feeling. A lot of us are feeling these things, but we can't express it because we don't have the ability. So, you know, as I've grown as a, as a person, I've just been able to 
expressed more and the music has gotten better just because it's closer to home is realer. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I love about you, the fact that you are able to talk about your the traumas you've experienced, but more importantly, the the, the healing you've received. When, when did that journey start? When did you start getting that language? When did you start doing that work on yourself? Man, um, I, I was working at this job uh, called UTC, and I sat across from this girl named Rita. And one well, What day is UTC, she, first of all? It's like an aerospace uh, company, okay. and they do a lot of contracting for military, different stuff. But mm-hmm. I was working across from this uh, lady named Rita. She was from Singapore, and uh, like her English was broken, so people didn't used to really talk to her much, but I used to chop it up with her. And one day she gave me this book called uh, The Freedom Simplified. It was a short read, but that shit changed my life. It was like a, it's kind of like Buddhist text, just like life principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I read in a long time. I used to be like, I'm not reading because in high school, I always had to read, you know, stuff based on school that wasn't interesting. But that just shook me up. I went on Amazon and ended up buying hella books after that. And it just started slowly growing. I start getting around people who had similar thoughts and mm-hmm. the homies start pouring into me and just life through experience just naturally growing and learning more oh so you never went to therapy or anything like that i just recently start going to therapy uh and um uh, i don't know if it's for me and i don't know if i'm getting uh i, I feel like i had an expectation going into it mm-hmm. and you know that always kind of uh mm-hmm. deviates the process right. a bit because you may not get what you expect so I, i'm not sure how it is for me but i started going recently All right. what made you go um just wanting to kind of work through some of the emotions I've been dealing with and just kind of like, uh, you know, some days you wake up and you tired of uh, doing trash stuff or like being a certain way for that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. You feel me? <laughs> and, 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 and then the moments is like, I'm going to go to therapy, right? And mm-hmm. then you start and then, you know, through that process, you either love it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Your title of the new project, man, it, it, it sticks out to me just because I feel like self-sabotage is at an all-time high. Definitely. I hate when life's going great. Yeah. You know, that's something that I had to talk through with, with, with my therapist. Like, you know, when things are going good, embrace it. Right. Don't think that, you know, the, right. the, the other shoe is about to drop or something bad is about to happen. Just right. embrace <laughs> it. Is that what that title sig- signifies? Definitely. That's exactly what it is. You know, I've uh, struggled throughout this journey to stay uh, on a high. And not that you're supposed to stay on a high. You know, you're supposed to kind of go up and down and, and, and stay kind of neutral. But... I'm usually extreme. I'm I'm very high or I'm very low. And that title is very reflective of just that process, going through the changes that comes with success and and just all the anxiety and all the pressures that come with it as well. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work for you, too, the way that you operate. It's a, a lot. <laughs> it's more than the average person. But people feel like they can really connect with you. I saw you did a pop-up show in Brooklyn, and they said you were Come outside on. greeting everybody. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. I'm in the line, man. We sold out 500 tickets in eight hours. Wow. I literally, well, I was up the, the night before and was like, man, I want to do a pop-up show. And we on your we own were platform, gonna, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I sold the tickets to a platform I own equity in. It's called What's TBA, Black Owned Tech. And, um, yeah, I was like, I want to do a pop-up. And originally, we thought it was going to be, like, 50 to 100 people, just something light. And we ended up doing over 500 tickets. That's dope. And I see that you actually do research to see where the demand is so you know where you're going to go next because you can see where people are huge LaRussell fans. So you're like, it makes sense to go here because then we'll sell those tickets. Right. And and our base is uh, really tapped in. Like, you know, we I'm able to go to a city and say, hey, I'm here and get a whole bunch of, you know, like we we have a high engagement rate. 
And you do, you do the you pay what you want deal, right? Did you do so that for these Brooklyn? Shows, these shows are offer based. So uh, we do pay. We do proud to pay shows where you could pay absolutely anything. And sometimes, like at home, we'll do that. Like right now, we're doing a cafe. You can pay whatever. Word to Nipsey. But, but these exactly. But these shows are offer based. So you go through the site and you make an offer on what that ticket is worth to you, and we either accept or decline the offer. Is that is that lucrative? Because I see you do that. You do that with your mom's <laughs> cafe. You do that yeah. with the merchandise. Is that lucrative? Uh, very. Okay. Because uh, you're like so for the backyard shows. Across a span of four backyard shows, we now, people, probably people made don't know about, what the backyard shows. Just explain yeah, to them what that is. Yeah, so I built a residency in my backyard, so we don't have to deal with the politics of the venues. And we did four really big shows in the summer. So like, it's your everybody house, house was coming out. This is my crib, my childhood home. And across the four shows, we generated about seventy five thousand wow. dollars. And it's because uh, off the pergola, only only two hundred people can come to each show. So off eight hundred people, right? And it's because uh, when you do offer based. You never know what you're worth to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. If I change your life through music or if you just really love La Russell, you're going to shoot me a little bit more. You know, a lot of artists my size, they go do shows and their ticket price, probably like $25, $15. My last show, the average ticket price was $75. And that's because wow. we allow the people to choose what that experience is worth. But we also provide so much more. I'm at the front door doing wristbands. After the show, you could actually talk to me <laughs> at the crib. My pops is cooking. My mom's here. So it's a different experience. Wait, you're putting the wristbands on people? Man, I'm wristbanding people. I'm doing everything. I'm kissing babies, man. Come on. You, you Are you putting like them on people? tight so they can't slide it off and pass it to somebody else? <laughs> man, my fans don't even do that. We don't even have to worry about it. We built great energy. They fuck with me. You don't feel a way with people knowing where you live? Nah, because I've lived there my whole life. People already <laughs> know where I live. live. It's <laughs> just more people now. They already know. But I mean, what we've built is like a safe keep in the hood. Like mm -hmm. everybody looks out for it. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah, this is this is ours. You feel me? So mm -hmm. we don't have to deal with that. Have you had anybody like just pop up when it's not a show? Like, I want to meet La Russell. Has to be all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple, a couple have, a couple have, and, and you know that's nothing but a trip outside. And hey, don't you come around here again? Yeah. But I'm gonna show you that love. We are gonna embrace you. <laughs> I tell you something, man. I love La Russell, man. I love him for a bunch of different reasons. Number one, number one, he's a dope lyricist, very intelligent young man. But also, it's not about what you say yes to. It's about what you say no to. Come on. I saw you say no to some really. I'm not, no need to say no names, but talk to some really incredible shit earlier Come that on. I know would make the average young man be like, oh, I'm absolutely doing it. And I remember you hit me like, nah, this ain't right. It wasn't right. And I was like, all right. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it don't be right. It don't be right. And um, that's the thing. Like, when you don't say no, later on, you're going to feel it no matter right. what. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to sit with it. And I'm somebody, it'll bother me. It's yeah. going to absolutely bother me. So those no's early really saved me because, like I said, if I would have took them early deals, I would have been hindered. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been as mm -hmm. big as I am now. How long ago was that? Was that a year? Was that been a year? It's been about a year, roughly. Wow. Yeah, it's been one year. You know, wow. we started, it was like 3,000 followers at that point to now almost over 500K. So it's been one year. I remember when Hovain first hit me about you. He sent me the freestyle that, that, that Wallow posted. Yeah. And I didn't get a chance to listen to it because I was traveling. And he, Hov don't ever do this. He texts me back like, you ain't listen to that freestyle, bro. Right, clearly. Because he knew <laughs> that if I heard it, I'd be on it. And I'm like, God damn, who is this? Come on. And it was you. Come on. And I saw you say on uh, Power 106 that, that you were willing to die to try to get as big as Drake independently. Yeah. You think that's possible? 
I think it's very possible, especially now. Like early when I was thinking it, I was uh, I used to tell we used to go on label meetings and I used to ask them, do you think it's possible to be as big as Drake as an indie? And we used to get a lot of doubt and, and like, ah, I don't know. You'd have to go through this, this, through this system. And it's like if I got here independently, I can only get bigger. You know, I know what I did to get here. So if I do it times 10, that means I'm going to get a 10 times multiple on my growth. If I do that times 100, I'm going to get 100 times multiple. So, yeah, I definitely believe so. I mean, I'm here Mm -hmm. and I'm completely independent. You feel Mm -hmm. me? On this platform. Most of the people who come on here have a label behind them. It's part of their PR rollout, their press, but we don't have a label behind Mm us. What? What are some of the stresses that you deal with, though? Like I said, it is a whole lot more work when you do run things independently. But I understand the financial payout is greater. But what are some of the stresses? Um, life, uh, just not having adequate time to to cater to everyone and everything. Um, dealing with the emotional trauma that kind of comes with the changes that come with success, like uh just the change of dynamic and relationships um not being able to to do certain things like i usually take my daughter to school and pick her up so like when i'm out and gone i don't get to do that and get to cultivate that situation and just um yeah it's really the the time Mm -hmm. spot that stresses me most and just um whenever i do something that's like against my soul or I feel like I'm not being the greatest human or I didn't I didn't act in my best interest of a situation. Could you see yourself doing a more long-term situation, a deal, a partnership? Yeah, definitely. But I think the way that we structure it would be kind of different than labels do deals. So they like to do things in like four albums or five albums versus I'm somewhere where it's like if we do long-term, it's like, okay, I'll release music with you for a year or so and we'll split back in but i you know it's just it just has to be restructured a different way because how they do it now doesn't make sense like one offer i got offered a 360 for like 10 percent of of a three of me right Mm -hmm. but they didn't offer me a percentage of the company which is crazy it's like why would you want a percentage of mine without giving me a percentage of yours people want to sign to you know the rock nations and the def jams because of the artists that was there prior but mm-hmm. they don't have equity in those companies. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to go sign a Rock Nation because Cole was there, Rihanna was there, Ye was there. But you're not going to give me them equity for bringing me here, right? So TDE, everyone wants to be there because Kendrick was there, but he he may not have equity in TDE. So it's like they're they're offering us these things that just doesn't fully make sense. But, but instead of the equity, wouldn't they be investing in you? Wouldn't they be giving you probably res- money, resources, access to things that you man? That's a that's a, a one time loan. For a lifetime of equity on their end. Mm. $250,000 right now for a lifetime of equity ain't mm. no fuck that. That's not, that's nothing. But mm. you know, they're getting paid for the rest of their life. But mm. a label will say that, that, you know, when they make a, an investment, but I mean, you're different, but when they make an investment into an artist, you know, they might sign 100 artists, 90 of them break out. Nine of them we never hear about. Nine Whose fault is that? Out. What that got to do with me? My, my deal ain't got... You made bad decisions, nigga. Don't put that on me. Right? That ain't got nothing to do with my deal. Right. You feel me? Like, nah, that that's not real. And, and it's like, bro, we make the product. Mm-hmm. I don't really care what you doing. Like, you selling my shit. Right, I right, made right, right. what you selling. Everything mm-hmm. that you making money off of is something that I made. How am I getting the lesser end of it? So what would be a fair deal to you um i think 
50-50 profit shares are fair, fair with the proper amount of equity to establish what you're trying to create. I think that uh, I also don't have a problem with, with people getting paid into perpetuity off of houses they help build, mm-hmm. right? But if you come into a system that's already fully established, you should be assistive. You shouldn't True. be taken over. Mm-hmm. We created True. this. I already got this motion. It's different when you help build someone from the ground, but if you didn't help build the house from the ground, why would you, you know, like, they're, they're just some things that don't make any sense. I'm wondering if this, in the future it's going to be, like, more licensing deals that labels do with artists. Yeah, and... When they're and, established, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's starting to happen now. You're seeing a lot of that, like, people are licensing the music, and that's because they understand, like, man, we're getting to the point now where we're realizing the labels really... It's not much that they're offering when you're somebody who has something going already. Beyond capital, it's not much they can really do for you. Mm-hmm. No, because yeah, you, you get the visibility, you get the eyes. You know, it's not too many platforms you can't get on. I've seen you do everybody, just about. You know right? what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I get it. And you also practice what you preach with your business. So I saw you've been uh, for a while now filming videos with artists as well, and you don't charge them, right? Never. You guys just do 50-50 on the back end. Not even 50-50. Sometimes it's less than that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I split the back end however it makes sense to accommodate what we're getting done. So, like, especially with us, we don't walk away with 50 because we have a whole team that help. So some of us are only getting 8 to 10%. Then, yeah, the artists get the greater half of it because they created the product. But, yeah, we don't charge anyone. We just split the back end. No, he's really about it. He's, he's tried to give me splits. On pro- I'm like, no, bro. Like, I don't do that. Like, why? I'm like, See, but first of all, that's illegal. But, and second, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't take that from you anyway. Which is crazy. Why is it illegal? Um, Because it would sway what DJs play or what personalities talk about. Like, I like to keep my stuff organic. Like, if I'm talking about you, it's because I actually genuinely enjoy you. You know what I'm saying? You can't pay you can't pay for my opinion on something. Right, but if you talked about someone and showed them love and then they give you equity after, how oh, does that sway you, right? Yeah. They can't sway you because you already did the deed. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I feel like you should own equity in things that you help build. Like, you posted me so many times that my platform grew. Why wouldn't you have equity in it? Now, I remember you were striving towards veganism yeah. for a period of time. Did you get there yet? Uh, I think I lasted a good two, three months, and then I start missing uh, the good things in life. Nah, <laughs> but uh, I, I did pretty well. You know, black bean patties really helped me get through that. It was rough. I didn't have all the proper knowledge, so I went into it um, amateurish, which led to me just kind of eating the same as I was already eating, just... Without the meat. Exactly. <laughs> so why, what made you even want to do that? Uh, what was that damn doc? The 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 V. It was man, right? It was. Man, right? It like it was, it was I know you're talking about. Hey, what was the name of that it, shit? It did it to me. It did it to me. The conspiracy or something like. I know exactly what you're talking about. Man, it did it to me. I was like, that I was need to change my life. What's me? What was the name of that doc? Yeah. Did it make you feel any different during that period of time? Um. Things was a blur down that period of time. <laughs> life, life was life was kind of life was life during that period of time, right? I, I, I want to go back to the oh, name. what the health? What the health? That was the name what of it. The what the health? I want to go back to the name of the album. I hate when life's going great. Yeah, you know, people assume that that's what you live for. What life is going great? But right. You say you hate it. Right. What moment made you hate life being great? Um, not one specific moment, but mm-hmm. like a culmination of 
of things, like I say, just um, having to seeing your relationships change and some relationships where you once like this and now you start to kind of grow apart. That's really the most tedious part for me because I've started this with a, a large group of people. But as you kind of progress in scale, everyone can't mm -hmm. go to the top of the mountain. And it's like you start to realize that everyone wasn't climbing. Some people was on your back. Right. And, and you just can't make it up that way because it's not the same journey. So just really as as you go and progress, that's the biggest part for me is, is having those relationship dynamics change. And just like I say, having to go through the different emotions that comes with that. Mm -hmm. Who in your family is a pastor, man? Because you got a level of spirituality about you that, that I can tell is just rooted in you. Somebody's in the, in the church or somebody's a pastor somewhere. I'm not sure, man. It's a lot of sad guru. I'll be watching a whole lot of sad guru and a whole lot of reading. So <laughs> when I first got back into reading, I would only read books that was by Indian mystics. So mm -hmm. I was getting a lot of, like, Eastern wisdom versus mm -hmm. ours. And um, it's just really changed mm -hmm. the way I view life and see the world and the way that I navigate it. Mm -hmm. How does it change the artist that you used to like? Because I know you've referenced that, too, that we're your heroes, but now you're like, mm, I can't really relate to that type of right, right. rhetoric anymore. Man, it changes it a lot, but it also makes me um, just more receptive to how human everyone is. Like, you know, you it's really great to see your heroes without their cape, so you don't, you don't, you know, when they stop being super, you're not let down or disappointed because you realize, oh... That's just a regular nigga, you feel me? But when you're not looking at it like that, you see them as this big thing and you give them some sense of hierarchy and that can really just destroy everything you once felt for them. So mm -hmm. I just no longer put people on that pedestal. And it makes you realize that uh, the success is probably more attainable than you ever thought it was. Oh, man, very much so. I don't I don't feel like there's anything I can't do. Mm -hmm. if, if it just comes down to work, there's nothing I can't do. And mm -hmm. that's why now we feel it's like, you know, we don't need a label. I do feel like I could become as big as Drake as an indie because I know it's just work. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I'm willing to do. And you've been getting calls from a lot of the big the big dogs, right? All of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, I want to know just, you know, back to back to, to, to your childhood crib. When you called your moms and said, Mom, I want to do a concert in the backyard. How was that conversation? And what the, how, did, how did she reply? Uh... Exceptional. I said, hey, nigga, we about to build a pergola in the back. She, she said, grabbed the hammer. She said, what's a pergola? I said, you about to see. And next thing you know, we built it up. You know, it was a, mm -hmm. uh, my mom is just the realest, coolest mm -hmm. in, in the world on earth. You know, it's like whatever we say we going to do, that's what we doing. She ain't got no issue with it. That's dope. And you just, y'all put out the uh, Tales from the Town project. Yeah, yeah. Who's on that, G -E that was with the People's Project. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What's it called? The People's Project. So right. they're they're a group in Oakland that really uh really helps the community, really mm -hmm. serves out there. Like they feed the community, they give clothes, hygiene, and they've been building for a long time. And they just tapped me in to be a part of that project. So it was a really dope community thing. They got a lot of the bay on there. Who's on the GEZ? Wop Dad, All Black, yeah. Offset Jim. It's it's a it's a heavy bay lineup. How how do you become such a lyricist coming from the Bay? Not like, you know, the guys from the Bay weren't snapping, but your sound is different than a lot of them. Man, when I was growing up, my pops played a lot of Hove and a lot of Nas. Like, I grew up on a traditional bass last, but I also grew up on just a range of music. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I got to the age where I started being able to consume music on my own, 
I was heavy on the Kanye's and the 50 cents. Mm. And then I finally got in the hove and, and, you know, Drake Wayne. So I didn't really, um, I, all of my influences was, was a lot of, Lyrical. you know, heavy lyricists. Mm -hmm. And you wear Crocs like brothers in Brooklyn wear. Yeah, Tim's, they bro. on right now. I Come see. on. Yeah. <laughs> when did that start? <laughs> Probably like 2018. Uh, I don't even remember how I got to the Crocs. I think uh, my daughter's mom, sister, had bought me some, like the first pair. She had some, and I was like, man, let me try them. And I put my foot in them things. So comfortable. Comfortable. Ever you know, since. You should do something with or make your own Crocs. See, I was thinking about that, but I really love Crocs. So hopefully they just tap in. Because, you know, we, they do a lot the of the partner. little um, things that jewelry and stuff not jewelry but that whatever that you could put on and those yeah. do really well so too. so we made our own we actually have some <laughs> yep you got crop buttons <laughs> we got gibbets yep you know what's so crazy like I, I love i love the easy slides and i always say i hope the easy slides don't become a symbol of hate hmm. and every time i say that somebody be like buy crocs wear the crocs right i'm like word i don't know you now crocs is cool and then they got the little piece on the back so if you got to move if you got kids you got to move you just boop Put the thing on the back and you're yeah. you, you out of there. When you think about that, though, since you bought <laughs> up, yeah, can you separate a person from the music that you love or even from the brand that you love? Like maybe somebody is like, I still love the Yeezys. I'm going to still wear my Yeezys. Or are you like, you know, this person did this. I don't mess with them anymore. So therefore, none of their products or music. It depends on to the degree of, of which they've done. Um because I feel like throughout life we have to separate product from people. A lot of these people are kind of sick. We just don't know the people behind the product. Mm -hmm. And they all have the same, they, like, we don't know who owns a lot of radio. And I can probably tell you, if you do, you know, right. we, we never know how them people, it, it's a lot mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. there. <laughs> you feel? But yet we still support it and we consume it. So I think it just depends on the degree of what they've done. Um, I'm able to separate the art until it's, like ah, mm -hmm. you you a little extra sick, and I just can't support it because I'm I'm putting money in your pocket and I'm generating revenue for you to continue doing what you're doing. You know, it's interesting to me, and I want to discuss this too: how you look at women, right, and your growth and maturity in that respect, and taking accountability for things, but also saying I'm not using the word bitch anymore to refer to my girl because a lot of people do be right. like, yeah, that's my bitch. <laughs> it's supposed to be a compliment. And the intention is not supposed to be bad, but words do matter. So can you discuss your growth in that area? Uh, <laughs> a journey uh, that I'm still traveling. Uh, I haven't been the best towards women like previously just throughout my journey and sometimes even now. But I think that's something that's self-reflective. I don't think men can respect women until they respect themselves. Wow. And a lot of men can't respect themselves because they don't know how. They've never been respected throughout their journey in life and through their childhood. They've never been nurtured or nourished or just poured into. So it's very, very difficult for you to go pour into someone else and you don't even know what that's like. That's real. I mean, healed people heal people right like you right. know like if you can the people always talk about you projecting hurt you can project healing as well definitely yeah yeah, yeah. you um you, you opened up your mom's cafe and that cafe is paid with no you. not my mom's it's called momos, momos. Yeah, oh, it's called I thought that was your hilarious. mom's cafe. Nah. <laughs> oh, okay, but it's a pay what you want cafe. Yeah, Until so we just we just made it proud to pay to the end of the year, and I just covered the bills for the next three mm -hmm. months, so everyone can just uh go eat. Where is it? 
It's in Vallejo. It's what, on what was Marin, it? A place that was already Georgia there? Or y'all? Yeah, it's been there for years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your, fa- it's your favorite years. restaurant. Yeah, it's one of my favorite spots to go to. And the owner there is a big fan of the platform. And he just, man, I tossed him an idea earlier this year to do like a one-day brunch, right? And a bunch of people came out, paid what they wanted. So this time, we're just in a grander position. And it's like, let's make sure people can eat. At the very least, we just want to make sure everybody can eat. You shouldn't have to go through the day hungry. I thought you bought the place. Nah, but oh, okay. next year we're actually we going to be going into partnership. So I just bought it out. We know that, yeah. We know you love a partnership. Yeah, <laughs> I love a partnership. Come on. What, what, at what point do you think you'll love when life's going great? I think that's something that could happen any day once the work is done internally. Um, Because uh, life is actually exceptional right now. It's just some days I can't fully accept it because I'm still working through things that I've done or, you know, still trying to get past things that I feel emotionally about the past. But once that's through, I think I'll really be able to enjoy it. And I'm currently on that journey of just working through all that now. I bet you it's helping you to appreciate the money more. Because in Famous, you said, you know, money can't money can't make you rich. At all. Mm-hmm. Money cannot make you rich. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm very appreciative because the money is just a tool, you know? Like, it, mm-hmm. it allows me to do a lot of things that I wasn't able to do. Like, I can feed the community for the next three months now, you know? So money to me is just a tool. I don't really... Um, I don't really splurge or get excited. About, I'm not impressed by most things, so I'm really able to utilize this money to truly help and cultivate my team and have my homies with me and change my family's life. So. What was the significance of dropping on your birthday? Man, universal alignment. I don't know. Uh, it just uh, it just felt right. Uh-huh. It just felt like the time, you know. On my birthday, I always try to do something. Somehow, I always end up giving a gift, you know, instead of getting <laughs> one. And uh, it just felt like universal uh-huh. alignment. It was the right time. I feel like I was, I'm just coming of age, uh-huh. and, and, and life is just kind of traveling right now. So everything just kind of aligned for it to happen. And I'm still waiting on the LaRussell symbol project come on <laughs> when is that coming come on i don't even know you know me and simba just be kicking it mm-hmm. we, we we're never in the studio creating music we just be hanging out like i'm somebody where all of my artists homies i'm always just like pull up let's ride bikes or we just rehearsing and chilling it's never really on music uh i don't really collaborate much i like to just be in my space when i create and make music mm-hmm. and if i feel inclined i send stuff sometimes but it's never really about music to me, music is just an extension of who I am and what I do. Are there any producers you you want to work with? I love ATL Jacob shit uh, mm-hmm. as of recent, um, but I don't really have any too many specifics. Mm-hmm. I just uh, you know I, I love to work with feel? the people who want to work with me. Yeah. All right. Well, look, you know we can't uh, let you leave without hearing some bars. Come on. You know we know we gotta hear Come some on. bars. Come on. You need a beat? You want acapella? What you want to do? Let me get a beat. Yeah, we got to send one in. Come on. You got a beat? Yeah, Hit your course. Yeah, let's Come do on. that. Tiara, can you send Oh, JSX? she ready. Like, she, yeah. like, I, she like, I know this rapping ass phone, dude. She got the she ready like, yeah. <laughs> Vallejo. There we go. We here again. NY. Breakfast Club is not the same. A year later, Toe. <laughs> 
JSX check-ins, we don't do TSA, still got shoebox money, we don't do BFA, we don't do net 30s, unless it's biz credit, billion evaluation, that's where the biz headed, I heard the crown heavy, lucky I'm big headed, lucky I'm big hearted, I would've crushed niggas, offer me breadcrumbs, offer me tea with it, they say it's just business, I don't agree with it, we on the masters now, we on the pub too, we on the parking lot, we bought the club too, integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it, came out the dirt, that mean we grew it, this ain't a prophecy, nigga we knew it, huh? <laughs> Hey, witnessing God work, witnessing black gold, knew it was less travel, still took the back road. We spent the own bread, we spent the own loot. Why would I outsource? Hire my own crew. I'm getting better at it. 100k deals, still dressed like I never had it. Renovations is expensive. Flipped it five times and I still got my crocs on. My mama got a podcast. I'm finna put my pops on. Give me two years, I'm hanging the jersey up. I'm the new AI, they playing with they jersey tuck. Please do not compare me me to them, I am he, I am him, God body, I got scars on my limbs, I got mud on my crocs, I got blood on my hands, I'm revered worldwide, I get love when I land, you can play it, you can plan, y'all can never understand, I chop my arm off before I take these niggas hand, and end up like Mufasa trying to trust these lying niggas, <laughs> JSX check-ins, we don't do TSA, still got shoebox money, we don't do BFA, we don't do net 30s, unless it's biz credit, billion evaluation, that's where the beer's headed. I heard the crown heavy. Lucky I'm big headed. Lucky I'm big hearted. I would've crushed niggas. Offer me breadcrumbs. Offer me tea with it. They say it's just business. I don't agree with it. Huh? La <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Yeah. La What we doing? <laughs> I want to ask La Russell one more hey. thing. Cause you said something in that rap that made me think of it, and I saw Drake say this the other day. And stop, I, stop the beat. I saw Drake say this the other day, and Drake was like, you know, people say things like, "It's business, never personal." Personal, but no, it's always personal. It's always personal. Mm -hmm. They say it's just business. I don't agree with it. The way me you neither. do business is a reflection of your being. Absolutely. I don't do bad business because I'm not mm -hmm. that type of nigga. If you're able to fuck somebody over and do bad business, that's because of who you are. It wouldn't sit well with you if you wasn't. Mm -hmm. Word. Well, LaRussell, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you Way to follow us. you, LaRussell. Come on, way to follow you. Yeah, I'm at LaRussell on everything. Got good company. It's not the same. Hey. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club, LaRussell. Yeah. <laughs>
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free welcome back to dealing together first caller i bought three sweaters to get the fourth free oh you got fleeced next caller i traded my old samsung at AT at&t for a new samsung galaxy s24 plus and chose my plan that's not a bad deal it is not our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com samsung for details (laughs) 